guys. How are you guys doing? I am reacting and having some feedback because, well, I heard the first few minutes of it and that was a lot of bullshit, honestly. So, further ado uh, of how we are going to do it, I'm going to react and, well, you guys already know. I'm Tone the Way, and here to say this is going to be on my podcast. So, another night, another night at the site. Because I'm a security officer. You know, Anyway, further ado, we're going to get into this. We're going to click on it now. Tonight, the showdown. Social media companies facing blistering questions. Mark Zuckerberg standing and apologizing to parents who lost their children. Also tonight here, the horror. A son attacking and beheading his own father, a longtime federal worker. Authorities pointing to the suspect's rage over the government. First tonight, the top social media companies, including Meta, which runs Facebook and Instagram. Also the heads of X, TikTok, and Snapchat facing parents holding up photos of their children, some who took their own lives after bullying and exploitation on social media. And the stunning moment, Mark Zuckerberg is asked to stand up and apologize, uh. and he does. So Lena Wang on Capitol Hill. Also developing tonight for the first time, the White House now identifying the Iran-backed militants behind the deadly drone attack that killed three Americans. And tonight here, the heartbreaking moment. The phone call from President Biden to one of the families, what the president reveals to them that moves the parents to tears. Arthur Raditz from Jordan. Here in the U.S., we're tracking two major storms, several states on alert at this hour for flooding, snow, and potentially damaging winds. Rob Marciano times it out. The horrific crime outside Philadelphia. The son accused of attacking and killing his own father, that longtime That's federal fine. worker, posting graphic video, which we will not show here. Authorities tonight pointing to the son's rage I'm actually at the federal government. About this video. The frightening I'm not scene lie, in Tampa, a road weird, rage incident, like, and the victim, a four-year-old girl, shot and wounded. The crisis at the border, and tonight you will hear the message from a leading Senate Republican who was asked today, should House Republicans tune out those demands from former President Trump not to support some of the very immigration solutions that Republicans have been demanding for years? Rachel Scott tonight. In New York City, authorities say two NYPD officers attacked by asylum seekers, multiple Ooh. arrests. They are searching at this hour for more suspects. Tonight, the consumer alert, and look at the images side by side. The FDA warning about eye drops and the potentially contaminated counterfeit drops. And the spectacular new images coming in from NASA. 19 spiral galaxies beyond the Milky Way. And you'll see the images right here tonight. All right, we're going to skip Behind them, the heartbroken, determined parents with the photos of their children. And the unexpected moment, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg if asked if he would stand up to apologize to the parents. He did. And what he said, maybe photos of their children. Discord, Snap, TikTok, parents holding images of their children, many of whom have died by suicide after being bullied and exploited on social media. I want to pause right here and say... Um, those who are younger I personally believe that they shouldn't have their face in their fucking phones and they should be doing something productive instead of you know scrolling TikTok however yeah you know phones 
can be addicting and it is a source so it's sometimes a safe place for other people and uh, I personally believe if someone is bothering you and harassing you and bullying you you should block them now it's already too late for those people who are gone that is unfortunate that they are bullied enough to take their own life I'm not saying like like beforehand like if you are aware that you're being bullied you should talk to someone like maybe you should like and when I say talk to someone I'm not saying oh maybe the parents or I mean blaming it on someone else because your child did something when they could avoid it when there's a block button it, it, it doesn't make any sense yeah it sucks however there's a block button for a reason block is an option um so I'm gonna continue this however I, I still don't understand why people don't block people or just ignore or bring it up to like a parent or something like that. Hey, I'm being bullied, blah, blah, blah. It is okay to ask for help. It is it is not okay to hold it to yourself and think it's okay. But doing that will not solve anything. And uh, blaming it on someone else where like... Why are they on social media? Why are they on social media? They could be reading. They could be, you know, self-improving themselves. What are they doing? Scrolling on TikTok. But you could call me an asshole, blah, 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 this, then, and third. Oh, well. But there's a block button for a reason. I'm going to continue this video. The CEOs of Discord, Snap, TikTok, X, and Meta, which of course runs Facebook and Instagram, all taking the oath. Oh. oh, also, if you are watching this, do not be immature. If you don't like the video, please get the fuck off my my show. Like, like you don't have to stay here to watch it. Goodbye. If <laughs> you're unsatisfied, by the way. Find them the heartbroken determined. And I'm not apologizing. I said what I said. ...parents with the photos of their children and the unexpected... And, um... I don't know if you saw... Hold on, let me go back. ...the oath. Behind them, the heartbroken, determined parents with the photos of their children. This right here? Um... How does he know about suicide? This man looked like... I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even making fun jokes or anything like that. Like, how did this man know about suicide? Like, all y'all are responsible. All of y'all are responsible. I'm really surprised about this, this little kid right here. But everybody else, they could have asked for help. They could have asked for help. I don't know why... Like, the, 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 like, like, if they're being bullied, nah, fuck that. Nah, block them. If this isn't school, talk to somebody. Don't be stupid. But they're gone, so I can't say anything. 
no, I'm I'm a douche because I I'm an I'm just instant like I was I was I had to talk to somebody. I had to, had to ask for help. But I, I I'm insensitive. But okay. And the unexpected moment Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg if asked if he would stand up to apologize to the parents, he did. And what he said. ABC Selena Wang leading us off from Capitol Hill. In a blistering and combative hearing on Capitol Hill today, senators demanding social media executives do more to protect children online. You have blood on your hands. How? What is he supposed to do? If someone is there to message that person, what is stopping them to, like, like, if you have the power to see and open the message, you have the same power to block and whatever it is. If not, get off the app. Get off the app. Just get off the app. I don't know how it's his responsibility for y'all's child to engage with these folks, whoever is being mean. They should be easily to have power to take control and remove themselves from the app. I don't get so indulge if someone says some stupid shit like off that okay i'm gonna go talk to someone like if if, if that i don't understand that you're blaming this man for what you're blaming this man for what you should be blaming the kids who pushed those which one call it like which one call it up uh, you should be blaming the bullies push uh that pushed your kids to the edge not mark what he, what can he can i i don't know what he could done uh, like like if they're under age of under age of 18 why the hell are they having um put an age restriction but people be deceive deceiving their their age anyway and not telling the truth so i mean like i don't know what to tell you you have a product. You have a product that's killing people. Sitting behind the tech CEOs are parents holding photos of their children who they say took their own lives because of abuse on social media. Block them. Get off the app. Do something productive. And in this remarkable moment, Senator Josh Hawley confronts Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Zuckerberg rising, turning around to face them. Like... It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. This year is not making any sense. A lot of things is not making any sense. Why is he being punished for y'all's like for, for y'all not to like take it's y'all's responsibility. The parents, the parents of y'all's childs, kids, kids. Sorry. Anyway, I'm not trying to make it seem like suicide uh, like killing yourself is not like 
like I'm sure they needed someone to talk to. Did they talk to whoever they needed to talk to? Maybe not. Yes, I have been down a dark road and where I didn't need assistance or where I didn't like but eventually like yeah, I felt that type of way. I mean, I'm sure everyone has, you know, had a low moment. However, I asked for help even though I didn't want to to overcome that feeling. Like it it it's this is not rocket science. It, it's not. It, it's really not. It. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you want me to say. Like it is unfortunate that they took their lives, and they were, they succumbed to that decision that they made. And this is why we invested so much, and are going to continue doing extremely efforts to uh, to make sure that. Zuckerberg and TikTok's chief executive agreed to testify, but senators had to subpoena X, Snapchat, and Discord CEOs to show up. Lawmakers slamming the companies for blocking regulation that may have prevented the tragedies. We've been working on this stuff for a decade. You have an army of lawyers and lobbyists that have fought us on this every step of the way. Senator Amy Klobuchar visibly upset admitting the failures of Congress. I'm so tired of this. It's been 28 years, what, since the internet? We haven't passed any of these bills. Zuckerberg, whose company Meta owns Facebook and Instagram, taking the most heat from senators, claiming there's no direct link between social media and mental health. I take this very seriously. Mental health is a complex issue, and the existing body of scientific work has not shown a causal link between using social media and young people having worse mental health outcomes. Senators pressing if his platform is safe for children. Is your platform safe for kids? I believe it is. Isn't the internet a dangerous place for children? I think it can be. Yeah, there's both great things that people can do and there are harms that we need to work Yeah, to it's a dangerous place for children. But If it's a dangerous place for children, why are they on the app? If so, why are the parents not being restricting like why aren't the parents putting a foot down this is a dangerous app however if you do you will come across these these consequences you will come across nasty people you will come across perverted people you will come across positive people however there it's an open world so why aren't you going after to the people who are doing these acts I don't know what it is that he can do I like I don't like because like I know privacy is a thing so what can he do like like I know there's a privacy uh, issue I think there was an issue for privacy a while back but what 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 what's going on now like like are you gonna like take away privacy like what is it like or like oh if this is the problem like what needs to change like and are we gonna have people complain about oh we need privacy but then again you have these people committing suicide like come on make your mind come on
Like, it sucks that they're being bullied. All of them being bullied. And I see, like, the pictures are in different era of time of, uh, you know, you know, early 2000s till now. Brandon Guffey, who is in the hearing room, says the companies aren't doing enough. He blames Instagram for his son Gavin's suicide after he was sexually exploited by scammers. Telling me... And that is wild. That is wild. And that is unfortunate. That is really unfortunate. There are people like that out there. That it, there are there, there are sick people like that out there. Where I don't know. I'm not really tech savvy. Uh, to in order to find people, you know, to like lock down. Like I said, it's a privacy thing. So, like, I don't know, like, if you need to take back the privacy and analyze and take in a report. But I don't know what he, I don't know. It, 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 like, like I said. He's not buying Zuckerberg's apology. He is a damn liar, is what he is. Where I'm from, we have a saying, don't talk about it, be about it. And your actions speak louder than words. So there's nothing that you can say until you start implementing these changes. What cha I would like to know what changes he is referring to and is talking about because, like, like it, you're saying this, and I, I would like to know more. But anyway, continue. Let's bring in Selena Wang live on the Hill tonight. Selena, first of all, did these top executives at the social media companies agree to any uh, concrete changes uh, moving forward in Congress? They've talked about this for years. Are, are they any closer to passing any kind of law here? Well, David, only two of the five executives, the CEOs of X, formerly known as Twitter, and Snap, are promising to support bipartisan proposed law that would hold these companies more liable for harmful content on their platforms. But notably, Mark Zuckerberg and the CEO of TikTok did not. Now, as far as Congress, for years they've been trying to regulate social media, but so far have been unsuccessful in trying to pass any major legislation. David? Selena Wang, leading us off from the Hill tonight. Selena, thank you. We turn now to the U.S. tonight preparing to retaliate after the deadly drone attack killing three American soldiers, the Pentagon making plans, and what we've learned about what this could look like. And tonight here, you will see the heartbreaking moment, the phone call from President Biden to one of the families, and what the president reveals to the parents that moves them to tears. Martha Raddatz from Jordan, again tonight. Tonight, for the first time, the White House identifying the Iran-backed militants behind that drone attack on a remote U.S. base here in Jordan that left three American soldiers dead. And we are learning tonight that the majority of the 47 wounded were National Guard from across the country. The attribution that, uh, that our intelligence community is comfortable with is that uh, this was done by the umbrella group called the Islamic Resistance in Iraq. President Biden firm on a U.S. response the Pentagon preparing to unleash what officials say will be a multi-day, multi-target attack, bigger than anything seen thus far, which could include Iranian assets outside of Iran. But another U.S. official saying the president has deep misgivings about hitting Iran itself, fearing a wider war. And tonight, the heartbreaking moment when President Biden called one of the families of the fallen soldiers. Oneida and Sean Sanders, whose 24-year-old daughter Kennedy was killed. I know there's nothing anybody can say or do to ease the pain. I've been there. 
Yes, sir, we understand. The parents overcome with emotion when the president reveals how their daughter will be honored. We're promoting her posthumously to sergeant. Oh, wow, that Thanks, is sir. the best news I've heard today. Thank you so much. You don't know how much that means to us. Oh, well, I tell you what, it means a lot to, a lot to me. Uh, my son spent a year in Iraq until I lost him. And uh, I, uh, you know, 1%, 1% of all these kids are the ones that uh, really take care of 99% of us. The parents who learned from the president on the phone that their daughter uh, will be honored. Uh, that was very moving, Martha. Martha Raddatz back with us. Uh, from Amman, Jordan tonight. You reported there the Pentagon, of course. I do want to say that it's unfortunate that those soldiers did die in action like that. Um, so that is unfortunate. I did hear about uh, this news uh, early this morning when I was working out. So that is unfortunate that, that it actually happened like that. Um, but yeah, uh, let me do this, I'm putting in my logs right now, but let me continue this. Moving forward with what will likely be, as you pointed out there, an ex- Also, I might have looked at some of this, so I might move on to another selection and then continue, you know, move on to another selection, you know to get this episode going so uh yeah extensive uh, days-long retaliation in the meantime you also have new reporting tonight about a missile launch toward a u.s warship this would be potentially the closest to a warship yet David, a cruise missile launched by the Houthis into the Red Sea came within a mile of the USS Gravely. It is the closest a missile has come to a U.S. warship since the Houthis began attacking commercial vessels in mid-October. Hours later, the U.S. destroyed a Houthi surface-to-air missile in Yemen, saying it posed an imminent threat to U.S. aircraft. David? Martha Raddatz with us again tonight from Amman. Martha, thank you. Meantime, back here in the U.S. tonight, we are tracking two storms slamming the U.S. right into the west, an atmospheric river already hitting, a second one on the way next. Multiple states on alert tonight for flooding, mudslides, strong winds, heavy snow, 70-mile-an-hour wind gusts, up to five inches of rain in the Bay Area, several feet of snow in the mountains. Senior meteorologist Rob Marciano tracking it all again tonight. Hey, Rob. So... Hi, David. The Pacific remaining active on the heels of a flooding did, rainstorm in California some, like, last... I already saw some of this. So we're going to get into the uh, dad part being beheaded, which is wild. Um, you guys can watch the uh, news of the, you know, the uh, weather that matters to you. But we're going to get into the headlines, and then we're going to just move on from there. Own father, who was a longtime federal employee. We will not show the images here, but authorities are now pointing to the son's rage at the federal government. Here's our Chief Justice Correspondent, Pierre Thomas. I'm going to look it up. Tonight, Justin Moan is accused of the unthinkable, of murdering and beheading his father, a longtime federal worker, and posting it on YouTube. I am very sad for the family. Um, I'm very sad for the community. Um, you know, and, and also for the people that knew him. According to police, the 32-year-old Moan from Levittown, Pennsylvania, killed his father in a fit of rage about politics, angry at President Biden, 
and apparently at all federal workers. Police say his dad, Michael Moan, worked for the federal government. Nick. I'm making this face. However, I did not find it. Unfortunately, I might actually come across it by accident, but, uh... We're shocked. It's weird. It's just, it's, you know, it's like, you know, we all watch over each other, and, uh, it's just, it's just sad. And in a scene from a horror movie, which we will not show here, Moan allegedly holding his father's head in a rambling 14-minute video left online for hours, describing him as a traitor to this country and calling for a revolution, saying if Joe Biden does not abdicate, then capture him and bring him to me in Pennsylvania. Moan was taken into custody 100 miles away, arrested with a gun inside a National Guard base. The FBI called in to assist as U.S. authorities continue to be concerned about an increasingly volatile environment where political threats have been on the rise. In fact, a top DOJ official recently told me the current surge in political threats is unprecedented, with judges, FBI agents, and presidential candidates among those it's recently probably, targeted. You David, know, it's very alarming, you know, Pierre Thomas, tonight. Thank you, Pierre. Now to the frightening scene in Tampa. A road rage incident, a four-year-old girl shot and wounded, and the driver tracked by helicopters. Victor Akendo from Florida. You got it right here. That's him right there. Tonight, a suspect under arrest after a road rage shooting in Tampa that left a four-year-old injured. Slow speed through there. He's probably looking for a bailout. A police helicopter tracking 34-year-old James D. Jackson's vehicle shortly after police say he fled from the scene. According to authorities, on Tuesday evening, Jackson was driving when he became irate with the driver of another vehicle. Jackson allegedly pulling next to the vehicle and firing multiple shots. Inside, the driver, a woman in her 30s, an adult male passenger in his late 20s, and two children in the back seat. The four-year-old daughter of the driver struck by a bullet. She was then transported to the hospital. Jackson now facing a dozen charges, including attempted murder, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and discharge of a firearm from a vehicle. And tonight, Tampa police say the victim, that four-year-old girl who was wounded, is in stable condition. David? Victor Akendo in Florida. Nice. Victor, thank you. We turn now to the... Nice. That the four-year-old girl is stapled. Border, so, and tonight... I'm gonna take a little pause right here and do this. Also, don't worry about me. I am taking notes as well. The eye-opening message from a leading Senate Republican who was asked if House Republicans should tune out Donald Trump on this. Rachel Scott on the Hill. Today, Donald Trump turning up the pressure on Republicans to reject the border security bill their own party has demanded for months. Trump attacking the compromise bill Senate Republicans and Democrats are working on together, saying, call it the stupid bill and make sure it doesn't get passed. The bad border deal would be worse than no deal at all. Trump wants to kill the bill so he can run on immigration in the general election. But Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell vowing to push forward. Obviously, this is an incredibly challenging uh, political discussion we've been having. I still favor trying to make law when you can. Conservative Republican Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma, who has been leading the negotiations, tells me Republicans have been waiting for this moment for 30 years. 
Republicans have talked about this for a long time. We've done lots of press conferences. We've done lots of trips to the border. We've done lots of moments to be able to say something needs to be done. This is our something moment. And to Republicans, to Republicans that are watching what the former president is saying, calling it a betrayal, calling it a stupid bill, are you just telling them to tune that out? No, I'm just telling them to read the bill and make their own decision. Donald Trump has called the Senate bill ridiculous, insisting it will only make things worse. But here's the thing. Nobody even knows what's in that compromise yet. It is still being negotiated, David. Not even made public yet. Rachel Scott live on the Hill. Rachel, thank you. We turn now to the deadly shooting on that movie set tonight. What new court documents now claim about the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez, and her lawyer's response. Here's Mola Lenghi. I'm the armorer, or at least I was. Tonight, as the criminal trial nears for the armor charged in that fatal Rust movie shooting, newly released texts reveal that some members of the crew were concerned about her alleged drug and alcohol use during filming. Court documents show four days after the shooting, the film's prop master told another crew member in one text exchange about how Hannah Gutierrez had blacked out the previous weekend. Court documents say witnesses also claimed Gutierrez was high on marijuana in her hotel room while simultaneously in possession of ammunition to be used on the set. So here's the box that I got them out of. Authorities say six live rounds were found on the movie set in Santa Fe, New Whoa. Mexico. Just how they got there remains a central question in this case. Tonight in court documents, prosecutors say their investigation developed substantial evidence that Ms. Gutierrez... That sounds so familiar. Wasn't there an actor who accidentally, or I guess he didn't know, or I guess he accidentally shot somebody, and uh, I don't know what's going up, going on, but I know he killed somebody, he shot and killed somebody by accident, but... Brought the live rounds on set when she first began work on the film, a claim Gutierrez denies. Gutierrez now facing involuntary manslaughter and other charges after the revolver actor Alec Baldwin was rehearsing with fired a live bullet. There he is. There he is. Alec Baldwin. There he is. Like I was saying. Killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Unfortunately. And injuring director Joel Souza. Damn. Tonight, her lawyer saying in a statement, the state unquestionable. So, it wasn't his fault. It was hers because she was intoxicated. So, you know, she was high. Basically, she was she was high, and she made a poor decision to do that and causing people to be harmed. Wild to say to say while to anyway lacks authority to prosecute Gutierrez on this charge adding their response to launch vitriolic personal attacks to obscure the facts and truth is more of the same unprofessional conduct that we have seen throughout the case well Alec Baldwin newly charged with involuntary manslaughter waived a virtual arraignment that was scheduled for tomorrow he's pleading not guilty David Mola Lenghi with us tonight. Mola, thank you. Tonight, That's the economy and even with consumer nice. confidence rising and the stock market recently hitting new highs, the Federal Reserve today leaving interest rates unchanged, concerned about fueling inflation moving forward amid an improving economy. The fourth meeting in a row now without raising rates. Stocks falling today on the news, but still ending jeopardy. Another weakness that I do not understand and I will probably learn and probably help you guys out too if you guys ever want to learn just a little bit. Um, I'm going to be learning about stocking, so I'm going to 
put that down on my list. So uh, January on a positive note. When we come back here tonight here in New York City, authorities say two NYPD officers attacked by asylum seekers, multiple arrests tonight. The images here in a moment. And the FDA warning tonight, look at this, about eye drops packaged to look like a popular brand, the real thing. And then the side-by-side -side images of potentially contaminated counterfeit drops. We'll have more in a moment. Tonight in New York City, the alarming video authorities say showing two NYPD officers being attacked by asylum seekers. The officers have been trying to break up a disorderly crowd in Times Square. Authorities say they were jumped by the asylum seekers in front of a building on 42nd Street. The officers were knocked to the ground, kicked in the head and body. At least five people arrested. Police tonight searching for several other suspects. The officers are going to be okay. When we come back here tonight, the new FDA warning this evening, the eye drops side by side. You'll see the counterfeits see and the warning here. Copycat brands claim to treat various eye conditions, including glaucoma. We have more on our website. When we come back here tonight, the spectacular. Eye drops side by right, side. You'll see the counterfeits the and the warning here. And then the stunning images coming in from Nat Moore on our website. When we come back here tonight, the spectatist for strategic initiatives at the Space Telescope Science In. Finally, tonight here, looking to the stars. Okay. Tonight, the extraordinary new images from space 19 spiral galaxies near the Milky Way, the clearest view ever observed beyond our own galaxy. Captured by the James Webb Space Telescope, these That's incredible crazy. images are now offering scientists a better... Honestly, when I look at that, I can see so many conspiracy uh, stories. Conspiracy theory? That... What I could look at, I mean, if you look at it, if we, like, really glance at it, like, for a good 20 seconds, maybe 10, um... It looks like an eye. It could also look like a portal. Um, it can. It does give me. It does give me. Um, um, it gives me like like a zoom out of like an evil you know of uh what's his name old dude from stranger things the evil uh main villain but other than that uh it's it is interesting though it deeper really understanding of how stars form and right here tonight hi david janice lee project scientist for strategic initiatives at the Space Telescope Science Institute in Baltimore. What we saw just completely blew us away. The light from Blows stars is actually glowing in dust emission. These are the places where um, the earliest stages of star formation occur. Tonight, astronomers, researchers across the globe are now dissecting these new and awe-inspiring images right along with the rest of us. They will help us better understand the origins our universe. They're so different and that teaches us 
how stars form and, and how that process might be different in different galaxies. The one thing they have in common, they are all spectacularly beautiful. Overwhelming in scope, but beautiful indeed. I'll see you tomorrow. Good night. All right. So that is that video. And then we're going to go into another video, um, you know, of the whole shebang of what is necessary and that needs to get into. And we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Amala Epinobi, and today we have a lot to talk about from aliens in Miami to... It's not really Friday, but if whenever you do see it, uh, happy Friday to you all. But it is a... Uh, whenever you listen to this, is the day that it is. Gypsy Rose Blanchard to an Epstein list kind of being... And I am watching all the videos that I have not seen at all, and I am catching up. Yes, I am catching up, and I'm a bit late. Yes, I did hear about these things. However, I did not watch these things because I didn't want to see anyone anyway, getting to the video. Released, and that's going and trending all over the internet. We are going to discuss all that and more. Before we get into that, we got Taylor in Nashville. Hey, hey, happy Friday. And yeah, I, just before we... With Epstein case, I'm going to show you this news clip just so we can lay the foundation here before we get into discussion about it. Let's go. Turning now to never-before-seen court documents related to the case against disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. Hundreds of pages were unsealed last night from a civil suit involving oh, no. Epstein's accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell. Nancy Chen has the story. Former President Bill Clinton and Britain's Prince Andrew are two of Jeffrey Epstein's most high-profile associates publicly named in the more than 900 pages of mostly unredacted documents released Wednesday. In a 2016 deposition that wasn't unsealed until yesterday, accuser Johanna Schoberg says she was with Epstein, Glenn Maxwell, and Virginia Dufresne in 2001 when she met Prince Andrew at the millionaire's Manhattan home. She told attorneys that when they were taking a photo, I sat on Andrew's lap and Andrew put his hand on my breast. Okay, Whoa. first I just want to pause for a second and Whoa. be like, okay, so far we've heard Bill Clinton, we've heard Prince Andrew. Is any of... Whoa, hands on breast? If that's not sexual assault, I don't know what that is. I, anyway. Is either of those shockers to you guys? Because I'm pretty sure we've talked about both of these two, these two little clowns, these two characters on this show before. More specifically, Prince Andrew, where he did an entire interview, I believe it was with the BBC, you can fact check me on that if I'm incorrect, where he said, oh, well, no, it couldn't have been me in that picture because I don't sweat. And, you know, she, she mentions that uh, Prince Andrew was sweating profusely uh, in their encounter with, with one another, and he claimed that he has a rare condition where he, he simply does not sweat while he's quaking and sweating in this interview talking to this lady trying to make himself seem uh, more wholesome than he actually is. So, so far, I'm going to say I'm not all that shocked by this. And you wouldn't be shocked either if you've been an OG watching this show and covering uh, the, the Epstein case as we have throughout the, the many it, peaks and valleys of people talking about this. Jufre previously said she was forced by Maxwell and Epstein to have sex with Prince Andrew when she was 17. Wow, he denied those allegations and told the BBC in 2019 that he didn't know Jufre. I have no recollection of ever meeting this lady. Mm, mm -hmm. None whatsoever. You don't remember meeting her? No. They settled a lawsuit out of court in 2022. While the documents help flesh out what many have known about Epstein for years, it is unlikely that the revealed names will lead to more legal action. 
For example, later in her deposition, Schoepert discussed former President Bill Clinton. She did not accuse him of any wrongdoing, but said that Epstein told her one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. Schoepert also said she had dinner with magician David Copperfield, who was not accused of any wrongdoing at Epstein's home. She said the star asked her if I was aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls, but testified he told her no specifics about that. Okay, so we'll go ahead and pause there. Uh, you know, my immediate thought when all of this was being released, uh, as you know, people, some some were rejoicing on the internet, people were scanning through the documents, finding out all these names. What I first and foremost want to say is that these names are not proof of any wrongdoing. There could be hundreds of names all over these court documents that have been released. Some celebrities and public figures, others, you know, lawyers or people working, you know, surrounding Epstein and everything that he was doing in his, you know, finance endeavors as well as the island, as well as his, you know, jet, which I believe is referred to as the Lolita Express. Just because a name is mentioned in these documents doesn't mean they've uh, done anything. Or as this uh, CBS News uh, reporter states, that there's going to be any legal action taken against these people. And what has been shocking to me is to see people just compile all these names and throw them out on the internet and sort of leave people with the assumption that these people are pedophiles or predators or they have committed acts of sexual assault. I think we must be very careful in taking the time, yes, as we've taken so far, in waiting to hear, are there any actual allegations against these people? And more so than that, is there any evidence that they've done anything, you know, on Epstein's Island, on his jets, in whatever encounter they had with this man while he was doing many things other than, you know, assaulting minors. And I hope that the people who are on this list who have done something are brought to justice. Am I optimistic that that is going to be the case? Honestly, guys, I'm not the most optimistic. We waited this long for these court documents to be unsealed. And me personally, of course, I'm just speculating here. I I don't know what the truth is or what has actually happened. I would think that they would meticulously scan through these court documents to make sure that whatever is released isn't really going to lead to anything. It's not going to lead to legal action. It's not going to lead to the downfall of a major public figure or anybody who is particularly important. I think they want to release these documents and make you feel like, oh, this is a win. We finally unsealed Epstein's client list and his little black book. And in fact, you're going to hear crickets. Nothing's going to happen from here. If that's just my guess. That's just my prediction. We don't like to make too many predictions on this show, but I just have a feeling that that's what's going to happen. Honestly, I have just a feeling. And we had a quick poll for you guys uh, in the chat. We said your reaction to this new unsealed Epstein document release. Uh, OMG, this is big, man, but nothing burger or haven't heard what's in them. And it looks like about 23% of you say this is big news. Uh, 38% think it's more of a nothing burger. And the rest of you, almost 40% say don't even know what's in them. I think that's a big problem around this uh, whole case is everything's always been so obfuscated and the way it's it's kind of spun. It's 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 like what really it's so hard to put put your finger on what the heck was going on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, to your point, Amala, 
it, we hear a lot of names thrown out, but how much actual evidence, incriminating evidence, is there of people? And I think that's the problem with this new release and why I tend to think it's more of a nothing burger. It's just because there, we're not any closer to anyone being brought to justice uh, or find, getting to the bottom of, of anything that is really happening or who was behind it. Uh, was there intelligence involved of the international community that Epstein was colluding with? Who was backing this? Who was profiting from it? Uh, was he blackmailing people uh, of power? Does he have dirt on them, uh, etc.? Like we don't really know any of this for certain, and I don't think that this new release uh, helped us to that end very much. Yeah, yeah and it's Not sort of frustrating so. to watch people on the internet like compile all the names together and throw them out as if like this means anything, as if that this means that we've like brought people to justice. And what they could be doing is insinuating that people who haven't committed crimes have committed crimes. There's a lot of different names on um, that list. Watch it be that all these names, these people actually done it, and they're just hiding, and these is, and, and that'd be just, that'd be wild right now. Wild. Hopefully that's not the case. So. And I can imagine a lot of them would have had nothing to do with whatever Epstein was doing on his island, on the jet, or, you know, in, in, in his many affairs all around the world. So we really have to be careful in the way that we cover this, in the way that we react to it, and take our time to say, this might not be everything that it's cracked up to be. This might not be telling us even, you know, a, a quarter of the story, let alone uh, what others are insinuating that it's telling us. I mean, you heard the name Bill Clinton, you heard David Copperfield. Uh, according to these, the news coverage and what they found in the documents, nothing's gonna come of that. I see people making memes about, you know, Stephen Hawking, a man who is long since passed, okay, so we can speculate about what his role was on, on the island or, or make jokes about somebody in Stephen Hawking's condition being capable of doing something like that. I'm weak. But Stop again, it. I did nothing. So there were some memes about that, so... I don't know if you guys have seen Spike his 3D game over, but there was a scene where uh, I believe his name is Carmen had his grandpa in the game and he was in a wheelchair. Mind you, his grandpa's in a wheelchair. And so uh, this takes place in a video game. They're on, on the moon, whatever. And there was a power up floating in the air. And uh, I think his name is Junie. Uh, the grandpa said, Hey, Junie. Or Carmen, one of the names. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, said, pass me that, because I think it said power up or level up or whatever. And so he passes the pill over. The grandpa reaches it, squeezes, and then you know he he went from wheelchair to I got legs now. Like I have functional legs. Like so that's where that. Yeah, I saw memes like that. It just it got out of hand. That and other things as well. So, uh, yeah. Thing people were talking about uh, Michael Jackson, gone. Uh, Naomi Campbell. Who knows? She was she was mentioned in it, but she has referenced Jeffrey Epstein in 2019 in this video here, uh, which I will show you, uh, where she talks about her supposed relationship with everything that was going on and her lack of knowledge. This is a direct character assassination. I've always said that I'm not a saint, that I am a work in progress, but I will not be held hostage by my past. What he's done is indefensible. And when I heard of what he'd done, it sickened me to my stomach, just like everybody else. 
because I've had my fair share of sexual predators and thank God that I had good people around me that protected me from this. I mean, right now I stand with the victims. It's, I can't, you know, they're scarred for life. Now I'm not going to, you know, stand by her testimony here and say that what she's saying is 100% true. I think we're going to find there's probably, you know, three camps of people mentioned in these documents. One, people who knew absolutely nothing but just happened to be uh, within, you know, the field of view of Jeffrey Epstein and everything that he was doing outside of the sexual assault allegations. Two, the people who knew something but did not commit acts of sexual assault against these minors. And then three, the people who knew and participated. And how you differentiate from just a random list that's been thrown out on the internet of unsealed court documents, I don't know. And I think they're relying on the fact that we're not going to be able to figure out uh, who did what based on the information that they've given us. But we'll we'll wait and see. I just don't see a whole lot of, you know, rigor <laughs> behind the people who are supposed to be responsible for figuring this out. We waited how long for these uh, unsealed court documents? How long? A long ass time, guys. We waited a long ass time. And that's because if I was somebody in a position of power who knew about these things going on or, you know, even worse, participated in these things going on, I would do whatever it takes to make sure that people never find out, but also satiate them with a little bit of information so they can go about their days and say, well, we did get those we did get those uh, unsealed court documents and they did have names in them that led to absolutely nothing, no arrest and no uh, no legal action. Uh, and here we are. I'm honestly, I think it's being made out to be a bigger deal than maybe it is, in my opinion. Yeah, we're not we're not necessarily saying that uh, invisible uh, powerful people are pulling levers behind the scenes to redact things and not let uh, relevant information be brought forth uh, out of these case files. We're not saying that Epstein didn't kill himself and somebody got to him in his prison, but mm-hmm. we're just saying that I mean, it kind of if there were people that wanted to do those things. Would it look a lot like what we're seeing right now? I don't know. You could judge for yourself, I guess. But we did ask yeah. you guys, uh, Will, yeah. do you believe Epstein's clients will ever be brought to justice? 85% of you are saying no. And I think I tend to agree, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, and there's also a theory out there that he's like, uh, or he was, uh, a, you know, an asset. What could have been, you know, a government asset, an asset to some sort of uh, elite who where they were basically contracting him to do all this stuff to get information about a bunch of people and to keep that little black book that uh, wow. now, now everybody is, is talking about. So, and of course that's just a, a theory. Who knows what the actual, uh, what, what like actually was going on. But given the fact that we know he has so many connections uh, all, all across the board, we're talking like with elites from different countries outside of the United States. We're probably talking judges, law enforcement. We're talking, you know, uh, high net worth individuals, public figures. There's a lot of different things circling around uh, this man who killed himself. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know that we're ever going to have everything. Maybe he just, um, what's the word? Uh, Got surgery and um, killed himself and had a look light and then... um, figured out and I imagine there's a whole bunch of people still alive who are very active in what Jeffrey Epstein was doing and the crimes that he was committing who are using every dollar they have every ounce of power they have every connection they have to make sure that they are never brought to justice in in what happened 
So. And I guess I have to read this. We did get a $50 super chat here from Jeffrey Jackson. He says, I'm very thankful that Taylor wasn't mentioned on the list. (laughs) I would say I'm I'm thankful too, but I I, I don't need to be thankful because that's not an impossibility. Also, I don't think I could, even if I were a degenerate, like a lot of these uh, folks allegedly are, uh, I don't think I could afford anything of Jeffrey Epstein's services in my little suburban Nashville townhouse uh lifestyle he so, hasn't reached the net worth uh, uh yeah, to, to be networking uh with <laughs> with the likes of epstein and this is something that like i i really like seriously want to think about and this is not to uh you know downplay too. what he's done or the people that surrounded him that may have committed also illegal acts it's just to say that if you were somebody like jeffrey epstein a high net worth individual who you know fancies himself uh, a socialite and is constantly trying to meet new people and network and entertain, you're going to shake a lot of hands and bump a lot of shoulders with people who will have nothing to do with your illegal activity, but are now mentioned in these court filings. And I imagine that's the, the case for many of those who are now getting heat on the internet for having been mentioned, but probably had nothing to do. Could have been a business call that they had or a meeting that they had, or they've never that even been on Jeffrey Epstein's jet. That. They've never been on the island, but they're now mentioned in these court filings due to you know outside conversations that were had, uh, maybe conversations that Epstein had with his victims. And that's how you know Bill Clinton and David Copperfield, all these different things are, are being mentioned. There's so many that. different ways one could find themselves having their name listed here and I think it is of the utmost importance that people delve into this look into it and try to find out who has actually committed illegal acts so that they can be brought to justice now am I optimistic that that's going to happen again I will say that is kind of hard so it's like you got to take that as a grain of salt more I think about it that's 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 kind of wild as fuck to even think about like do I kind of wish time traveling was real? Absolutely. Do I want to see the horrific actions that has happened? Probably not. But will it do justice to know who and has not and who has done the things that has been done? Absolutely. Absolutely. But let me continue. Hey, no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, we don't... We don't, uh, you know, fight sex crimes and all this stuff hard enough with, you know... I'm not Batman either, so get that out of your heads. The average Joe Schmo, uh, and they're certainly not going to do it when there are other things at stake, when it comes to messing around with elites and public figures and people who have tons of power. It would take a lot, I think, for them to change course on everything that Jeffrey Epstein uh, did and those around him who did the same. With that being said... We're going to move on to another story. Somebody else that has been uh, sweeping the internet. There's a lot of names circulating this week. And this one is Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And I'm... I'm I, so before she even say, say anything, I don't understand uh, how someone can be... Like, I, underst- I heard the story. The mother made the daughter be disabled or make the daughter pretend that she's disabled and get all these benefits or whatever and she got sick of it and then has somebody plot technically she you know by association um plot to have her mom be killed and the boyfriend um 
you know, killing her. So, and then, like, she gets out, and now she's getting famed and saying, yeah, girl, Bob, blah, 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 this, that, and there. And I'm just like, she still killed someone, which is a mom. I'm not saying a mom did something, like, like, she shouldn't be justified or anything like that, but, like, she still killed a mom. Moving on. There's nobody who hasn't heard this name by now this week. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard the name Gypsy Rose Blanchard. I was familiar with Gypsy Rose Blanchard due to uh, some true crime stories about her and her past and her mother and her boyfriend, Nicholas. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, Gypsy Rose Blanchard had a mom. Her uh, name was Dee Dee Blanchard. And Dee Dee had... It's speculated to have a condition called Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen by proxy, uh, in Dee Dee's case, was her being the mother of Gypsy Rose, convincing herself that Gypsy Rose had all of these medical ailments and illnesses, even though Gypsy Rose Blanchard was a perfectly healthy child, and Dee Dee would subject Gypsy Rose to all these different medical treatments uh, under the care of certain doctors and medical professionals because she was convinced that Gypsy Rose had all these ailments, things like muscular dystrophy, leukemia, uh, visual problems, seizures, and she would take Gypsy Rose to all these different, you know, medical facilities to get what are extremely painful procedures. I mean, imagine getting treated for muscular dystrophy and leukemia and, you know, visual That's impairments wild. and seizures when you, in fact, don't have any of those ailments. So Gypsy had a very difficult upbringing and sort of walked on, not even walked, because uh, much of her life was spent in a wheelchair due to Dee Dee convincing people that Gypsy Rose was incapable of walking because she was so uh, frail. I was going to say walking on eggshells around her mother. Uh, wow. And that was not <laughs> the proper, Oops. the proper. She probably, she's pulling jokes out here. Wow. Better than me. Phrase to use. But Gypsy eventually recognizes what's going on. Somehow they evade doctors for quite some time and Dee Dee relies on this narrative that, oh, we have all these medical records, but uh, in, in Hurricane Katrina, the, the medical records were washed away. I don't have uh, any proof for the things that I'm saying. Just know that Gypsy has these ailments. Well, Gypsy grows older. Uh, she gets in a relationship with this uh, man uh, named Nicholas and then they conspire to kill uh, Dee Dee, kill Gypsy's wild. mother, That's and it ends up that Nicholas wild. does, in fact, kill Dee Dee Blanchard. Now, Gypsy Rose is, of course, uh, arrested. Nicholas is arrested, uh, and they are both convicted of murder. In Gypsy's case, second degree. And Gypsy takes a plea deal where she takes on 10 years in, in prison with the capability of getting out after eight and a half. This was in 2016, and Gypsy was released from prison, I believe, last week. And the internet is going crazy over this girl. Uh, they've been following her story, her release. Of course, they feel bad for her, and in many ways, they feel like the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard was somewhat justifiable, given that Dee Dee was essentially torturing Gypsy Rose throughout her entire life by giving her these medical treatments, not allowing her to, to walk, treating her poorly when they were behind closed doors. So now, Gypsy Rose Blanchard is somewhat of an internet sensation, uh, which is just so weird to say. I don't know how. 
just people like that, like, uh, like, what? I don't understand, like, like, I do, but it's, it's wild to even, like, even comprehend the buffoonery shit I'm hearing, but anyway. Uh, in my personal opinion, she has 6.6 million followers on Instagram. Uh, a husband whom she met while she was imprisoned. I believe he was a pen pal of hers. So now they are happily married and everybody's going crazy over this girl covering her story. Uh, ironically, they are referring to her as mommy and mother, which are terms of endearment now on the internet. And she's sort of taken on I guess an influencer-like public figure persona. To me, it's so weird. I get it that there are like true crime fanatics and this is a pretty interesting case given that it has two very rare elements, the Munchausen by proxy and- So wait, if she's an influencer, so what would she influence the younger audience like to tell like what, it's okay? to like plot against your family and then have someone murder them like like uh, I mean I don't know that's something that just came across my mind don't know if that's true not nah, who knows and the fact that you have an act of parasite which is the murder of a parent which is highly unlikely especially a, a female conspiring to do something like that but the obsession with her and this making of her into a celebrity based on what she's done just seems a little weird to me. And I, this is even coming from the perspective of somebody who, yeah, I feel bad for her. I can sympathize and empathize with the yeah. life that she's had and what she felt she needed to do. But my goodness, can we let the girl just Live her get life. out of prison and, and have a normal life? But it seems like she wants uh, to be in the limelight. She was on GMA. She was on The View, where we got uh, this very interesting moment uh, i'll have you watch that first please listen to me heed my words that you are not alone in 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 this you know situation there are other ways out um i did i did it the wrong way um no, so no, no, no. you know don't say that i, I did no I, I did, I did really. something wrong and i i uh very wrong yeah what do you mean it wasn't right definitely was not a right Paid my dues for Oh, you it. mean that part? Yes, the part of it, oh, yeah. you know, that part of it. Yeah. Where are you Never going mind. with this, yeah, No, 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 no. You know, so I did murder something. Murder is wrong, Yes, yeah, murder is wrong. <laughs> Please listen. I don't know. I, it just feels very clown world to me. I don't know what's going on. Taylor, you're shaking your head. <laughs> yeah, it's just what a, what a time to be alive, you know. This is a weird, it's at the intersection of, like, the fame and social media like the way our culture like just gives fame now. to to people or earn it and that she can just step out of prison and step straight onto instagram and have six million followers and be doing a press tour uh coming out of being a convicted murderer now again as understandable as the circumstances might be it's just probably not the healthiest thing to be on a press tour and become an influencer right out of this like she seems fairly well adjusted other than the fact that she's kind of engaging in all this yeah. um but i don't know man it's like wouldn't you want to 
go into anonymity and like heal and establish a normal life uh, uh, again. And nah. it seems like a, a healthier path. It's just, it's That's concerning uh, both nah. on for her well-being and uh, as to what it says about society that is so ready to pedestal or to, you know, put, put someone up like this and follow her and, and give her That's all wild. of this uh, press coverage. Uh, right out of, of prison, a week removed from, from prison out of this. It's just a, a strange and sad commentary on human nature and the state of our culture right now. Yeah, it does sort of feel like a lot. And, uh, you know, part of me goes, okay, you've been through a lot, right? When we talk about Dee Dee Blanchard and her Munchausen by proxy, uh, which I said I'm was is speculated, she was undiagnosed with Munchausen by proxy because she died, right? There was nobody there to, to diagnose her for. She is no longer with us. But she had all of these different elements of suffering with that uh, sort of mental illness. And to bestow that upon a, a child is a lot to deal with. So part of me goes, okay, you know, she felt like there was no way out. It ended in this, you know, murder plot. She gets out of prison. Part of me is like, okay, I guess. I guess secure the bag. I guess like do some, go on the view and GMA and collect money and you know, get what you can out of this horrible situation and then go and do your thing. Uh, and that seems to have been the, the choice that she's made. I, maybe she's just enjoying uh, the, the limelight that she's getting from this. And the world did sort of set her up to be a celebrity on her way out from prison. While she uh, was imprisoned, there was documentary after documentary after documentary about Gypsy Rose Blanchard, as it is a particularly interesting case. There was even an entire show uh, where Joey King played Gypsy Rose uh, called The Act that was wildly popular. So... Everybody sort of set her up to come out of prison and be this uh, this star, and now I here was, she is. I, I just star. can't imagine she... that I, she seems normal, but with everything you've gone through as a child, I don't know how that affects like your your development and your relationship with the world and the general environment. Plus, you know, stacking prison on top of that, it just seems like a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a it's just a weird time to be alive, like we said, and um, I don't know the the fact that we're so ready to uh, just receive her like this is an interesting thing in the culture, but um, oh my gosh, I, I can't remember what I was going to say, so I'm just going to keep it okay. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm just like, I, I don't uh, understand. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm sure she's going to be a celebrity for quite some oh. time. I wonder. Uh, a lot of y'all are saying that she, this is this is a secure the back situation, I was going to say, where this is her opportunity for 15 minutes of fame, right. and it's like, okay, because hey, you might as well, this is the hand that life dealt you, you might as well profit off of it, and you can't really falter for that, and I, and I really don't. And the other, the other thought right. I had was this kind of gives me a little bit of that same energy we saw after the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse scenario a couple years back, where all of a sudden he got released from prison or from jail for his trial or was acquitted. And uh, he was immediately like, on, again, on a press tour, speaking at conferences and got on social media and all that. And it's yeah. similar, similar vibe, just kind of, I don't know, I can't necessarily fault him for it again, um, but it's just, it just is a weird thing. Yeah, we have this, we have this love and uh, attachment for uh, like tragedies and just stories that sort of blow our minds in a way. And I think that is what's happening with 
with Gypsy Rose, and I think the like like many are saying in the chat, it is going to be like maybe a 15 minutes thing. Maybe it's going to be even more than that, and maybe this will be a, a long-held stardom on her part. She's already working on other projects and documentaries, a confessional of Gypsy Rose Blanchard that's going to be coming out. And I, like I said, if you can get out of prison, which is a horrible situation to be in, and then you know collect a bunch of money, you know take care that's of why. you and your now spouse in all of this stuff and then go on to lead a comfortable life I can't say I don't know what I would do if in that anybody, situation I can't say that I would do something uh, particularly different especially when you're getting out of prison to all of this support I mean she is the most talked about thing I think she's being talked about more than Jeffrey Epstein is this week and that is really saying this something for the like amount of fame that she's amassed i just can't imagine getting out of prison and having people be like mommy mother oh my god she's mothering like all this stuff we love gypsy and people are like making memes where the prison bars are raising up off of her i just can't imagine that being your first introduction to the outside world somebody said in the comments down below i think the word you're looking for is unsettling and yes it's an it's an unsettling feeling that i can't justify why I feel it. it I just know that I feel it. <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. We're not going to suggest either that the powers that be behind the Epstein uh, lack of releases are engineering the situation <laughs> to, for her to be released be at such and such a time to create no. a distraction. Or Watch that aliens are visiting at a similar time. Because, like, there's always something, there's, like, something always meant to, no, 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 what's that saying? There's a reason something happens. So what if, like, this year, like, you know, Rose, no, Epstein, Rose, and then all this other shenanigan to cover up or, yeah, something just leads up and it just builds up gradually over time. That is interesting in order to create a distraction but we'll leave that for another story maybe in a few minutes yeah you actually just created the perfect segue taylor we're going to talk about this miami story that's circulating on the internet I and i keep seeing because i also heard that it was also fake i'm a little disappointed but i'm gonna hear more more from her so i'm gonna continue this video these grainy ass videos <laughs> of Miami police officers crowding the streets in response to what they said was teenagers fighting uh, at the Miami Bayside Mall. Now, video footage of all these police officers lining up came out. Uh, let me show you that, and we'll talk about it. So this is the video they were talking about? Okay, now we're going to watch it again, and I'm actually going to mute it. So for those of you who can see visually, they are saying that right here on the steps, below these steps, is a eight to ten foot tall creature. That's what everybody's saying in, you know, in lockstep. Eight to ten foot creature is standing right there and that it's an alien invasion. And the aliens, when they touched down in the United States of America, decided to go to the Miami Bayside Mall. <laughs> and walk outside in front of all these police officers. Now, funnily enough, if you try to get a single clear video of this eight to 10 foot creature, it does not exist. Here's a photograph of uh, somebody zooming in on this, right? Okay, and that's your eight to 10 foot alien creature. There it is again, circled. Why is it 
I must ask the question that every single time an alien evasion is occurring or we have an alien sighting, it's like, honey, honey, there's an alien here. Get my Nokia phone from 2003 so we can film it. Please. Why? Not the Nokia. That is a good question. Oh my god. I did not realize that. Oh my god. Are they are they trolling us? I hate everybody. Oh my god. I didn't think about that. I was wondering. <laughs> Because we have cameras that that are like, you know, high tech. So it's like I'm thinking to myself, like, how do they not have that? I'm gonna continue. Why is that happening? Why does it look like a camera from the 1950s filmed these police officers and the supposed eight to ten foot creature? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Uh, she got me there. I did not notice that little detail. Um, she got me there. You know what? And even if even if this was real, which I, I don't believe it to be real, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Okay, I do think that uh, most more than likely, given the state of Miami as a city in general, a city which I was just in, it is very likely that there was a big old group of teenagers fighting outside. People called the police and said, hey, there is a brawl happening out here. There are many I people fighting. There are people getting attacked. And police officers respond in full force. Miami has quite a big, you know, uh, a large law enforcement population. Uh, many, many cops. So that makes far more sense to me than a random 8 to 10 foot alien showing up at the Bayside Mall in Miami. Yeah. I'm going to be totally real with you. And even if it was an alien, I'm sorry, I have things to do. I still have a daily schedule I, I have to keep have up. Things to and do. it seems like I'm everybody talks about aliens like once every quarter and suddenly we have more evidence and people are sharing these grainy videos and all this stuff. And does anything ever happen or pan out? No. No, so no not care. really. No. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they had the little too. the little coffins of the aliens in Congress recently. They had yes. those, oh, uh, yeah, I did the sightings that. in Vegas where the cops had body cam footage again, rainy and you couldn't really make anything out, but supposedly wait, that wait, was wait, wait, wait. There was a video. There was a video in um Mexico, Mexico. There you go. Because like, if you say Mexico, that's like the improper way. But you know, Mexico. But like, there was a uh, footage where they revealed the coffin. I think that's what they were talking about. Um, of the aliens. So I don't know if that's real. I mean, I feel like it's real. I mean, who's here to say that it's not? I think it's real. Um, sorry, I'm just checking something on here. Just making sure all these notes are super. Evidence and proof. It sucks, you know, because I, I love the X-Files. I think it's just fun to think about all this stuff. And I have like a Joe Rogan level interest in uh, the prospect of extraterrestrial life. And I think it's fascinating and fun to kind of speculate about and think about, but it is frustrating because every time it comes up, it's always some sort of 
conspiratorial shred of evidence that isn't really enough to to prove anything. It's it's fittingly uh, almost like trying to nail down one of Jeffrey Epstein's clients to prove that there's aliens out there. There's just never enough to actually uh, actually be sure and to prove anything, unfortunately. And I do after seeing the the, the news clip uh, where they talked about the 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 fighting and the police response, I was fairly well convinced that that was a more plausible Occam's razor would suggest that you know that that was a more plausible explanation right and we will show you that news footage right now here you guys go Chris well please say the reason this whole brawl started was after a group of teenagers started lighting off fireworks in Bayside Marketplace now this scared many people half to death it sent people running and it was after that that a lot of these teenagers began throwing punches Fireworks and fights. <laughs> Sending crowds running at Bayside Market. Okay, hold on. I don't know if this video, I will have enough time for this video. Because my phone, we may, we may, we don't know, who, who knows. But I'll get into another video that you'll see what I'm talking about. It's New Year's Day. Because I see a lot of black people and I don't appreciate that. Why is there so many black people getting in so much fucking trouble? So much. So much. All through this. Sorry. Last month. Just nothing but black people just getting in trouble. I'm like, bro. I get on news reports. I get reports on my phone. Black people. Stealing. Fighting. Going to jail. Doing stupid shit. And you wonder why... Other races don't fuck with us. The chaos causing a citywide emergency call. Police as much parked up and down Biscayne Boulevard, even closing the road between Second and Fourth Street for about an hour. Police say the mayhem started around 8:30 with multiple fights involving teens breaking out. You say black people. You see how many people that is. That's over 100 people that you're going to have to go and deal with, plus fireworks being set off and the possibility of, of starting a, a fire, endangering somebody. Of course, you know, police are going to come in full force to that. And as I said, M- Miami has a very large uh, police force. So I'm not thinking that uh, an 8 to 10 foot alien was just chilling at the mall and then the police came with that many police cars to deal with one alien <laughs> being... <laughs> You gotta love the internet though, just immediately being like, guys, I think this is what's happening, and then it just spreads like wildfire. I love it. Yeah, there's just like something must be happening here. Something else is going on. If that many police officers are showing up, I'm sorry, I don't believe it. And even if they did have proof, I'd be like, okay, what do you want me to do about it? What am I supposed to do with my day now that you've given me proof that a ten foot alien uh, was chilling in Miami? I'm out here in Miami (laughs) looking for the (laughs) Uchi Daddy. (laughs) Have you seen those maps uh, that show like the? the number of sightings and they they map them onto the world and like almost 90 percent of them are in the u.s and then like the rest are in the uk and there's like very sparse throughout and mostly in the anglosphere and english-speaking world and everywhere else it's almost like no one sees aliens it's kind of curious i don't know yeah it's almost like the u.s loves to talk about aliens (laughs) and sci-fi and has you know you know a whole sector of hollywood dedicated to telling stories like this and that we might be a little preoccupied with the idea that they do exist and and we love to report our alien sightings guys next story here 
Dave Real quick, I just want to read the results of the poll. We sure. said we asked you guys if you believe in extraterrestrial. Pat Williams. 69% of you say yes, 32 or 68, 32 say no. Yeah, I mean, I'm open to the possibility that it exists. I wouldn't say I have a strong belief in either uh, direction because that would require even, you know, like a sliver of uh, of evidence. I've, people have speculated that there could be life on, on other planets. I'm I'm inclined to believe that maybe we're not the the only beings, you know, out here in this great big universe. But who knows? Now, guys, Dave Chappelle is back, uh, and... He's got this article here on Outkick. It says, Dave Chappelle is not shying away from transgender jokes. In fact, his newly released Netflix special, The Dreamer, the comedian is doubling down. Right on cue, the woke mob demanded Chappelle's cancellation, and 30 employees from Netflix's hub in Los Angeles even walked out of the building in protest. Now I saw that, and I said, I got to check out this special. I went, Netflix, click, watch. It was good. It was a good special, and I don't have really much more to say about this other than the fact that when you stand up to the mob of people who are trying to bring you down and you say, I don't care, and I'm going to continue to do what I'm... And that's what I'm doing. I don't care. What I'm doing, in fact, I'm going to do it even harder. Yeah. <laughs> you come out on the other end, and then... Maybe I'm not there yet, but, you know, I'll gradually get up there. There's not a peep about it. Have you heard anybody say Dave Chappelle needs to be canceled in the wake of this new comedy special? Nope, because guess uh, yeah. what? It, their bad behavior was not positively reinforced. They tried it the first time when the special came out with the first trans joke, and that didn't work because he didn't back down. And Netflix decided to back him and say, you know what, we're going to allow his special to stay on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And they learned that you cannot step to Dave Chappelle because he's going to continue to do what he's going to do and he's going to stand by his right to tell jokes. So now he gets to usher out a new special where he tells even worse jokes, quite frankly, which I'm not going to retell because I don't like retelling people's jokes. But he tells even worse jokes about the trans community, about, you know, people who are disabled or or differently abled is how we say it. That's wild. Oh. Oh, shit. I, I gotta know, like, specifically disabled, like, well, what are we talking about? But we're gonna leave it alone. These days, I guess, and not a peep from the woke mom, not a peep from leftists, because they've learned, uh, we tried that, and it didn't quite work. I really think you can bulletproof yourself in the wake of this stuff by just standing up for yourself and saying, yeah, I think, I think that's ridiculous. And I'm going to continue to do what I'm going to do, especially when you're a comedian. And you know how, how I feel about comedy. I'm not going to give you the same speech. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think the reaction to this one felt so much less or so, so much so muted compared to the first time around. Like, I guess, like you said, people did again walk out of Netflix, but that happened the first time. And and there was more media coverage and more backlash on social media that uh, Chappelle was getting. And this time around, it's like, okay, well, our protest and our pressure to get him to bow to the cancel mob didn't work last time. And so now it's kind of lost its luster and lost its power the second time Good. around and, and I think Dave Chappelle is kind of giving a master class on how to deal All with this woke stuff. the cancel mob when they stop. come after you which is just not apologize to them and then the next time you want to come out with a comedy special open your act with a very get a helmet life is tough <laughs> uh Candace what have you done even though I don't agree with everything that you say 
you have a way with words of saying it's straightforward. Three things that made them angriest in the first time around, just to show that they don't own you, they don't intimidate you. So yeah, kudos to Dave Chappelle. I wish we could show some of the, the stuff on, on the show, but we would get copyrighted. And of course you don't want to hear me or Amala try to retell his jokes. So <laughs> go check them out for yourself, watch yeah. a special, but uh, kudos to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, we will not do them justice. Speaking of comedians, I'm not going to get into this on today's show, but I... I will get into the other stuff that is on my shit and I will not back down because I am not going to say sorry you should be sorry because uh, I'm going to be doing it anyway I did think about speaking about this I do want to put a poll in the chat down below did you guys watch the Club Shay Shay interview uh, with Cat Williams you can just say you guys watched the Cat Williams interview he is another iconic uh, black comedian and he was coming for people's throats uh, on uh, the the Shay podcast where he was talking about you know some possible, you know, like Illuminati stuff within Hollywood. He called out Kevin Hart. He called out Steve Harvey. He called out uh, Martin Lawrence. There was like so much stuff in that podcast. And uh, he went off. And there was a lot of stuff shared that I feel like we could definitely talk about on this show. But I didn't know if you guys were like the audience. Are you guys watching that Cat Williams interview? (laughs) 12% of people saw it. So, okay. Maybe not. 12%. No, Some he, people have seen it. he went off so hard in that interview that in one day, I think it had 8.8 million views on a Why? two and a half hour interview. Uh, so just insane. Uh, he he left no stone unturned. I would love to get Cat Williams on this show, but he doesn't really do uh, interviews like that. I did see that Joe Rogan is going to invite him on his show, though, too. So Yeah, because he called yeah, out Joe Rogan. He was like, he don't want me on his show. And then right. Joe's like, no, dude, I'll have you. Yeah, so fingers crossed Cat Williams goes on his show and they get to delve into what he said uh, a little more because he just like scraped the surface. He called out Ludacris and essentially said that Ludacris had kind of sold his soul to uh, Hollywood in exchange for, you know, 10 movies at like $10 million a piece or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, of course, and I I might mess up some of the figures there. And it's interesting because Ludacris has been real quiet, real quiet recently. You haven't heard a song from Ludacris. You haven't seen him doing any press, anything like that. All of a sudden, Cat Williams does this interview on Club Shay Shay, and then Ludacris is making a diss track to to Cat Williams, not addressing really any of the allegations, which is interesting enough. You can bring somebody out of silence in order to address your allegations, and they don't address them. I just have a feeling that some of what you're saying is true. Uh-oh. But I digress. Let me know if you guys want me to talk about that on uh, this show at some point because I did watch much of that interview and there's a lot to unpack there. Now, we don't have much more to talk about, but you don't. You guys have to help me understand this. And I'm 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 banking on you guys. No I'm I'm looking to you guys for advice and understanding. Why do women care so much about the Stanley Cup? I Honestly, they had to t- uh, confiscate those cups. I, from what I've heard, that so this is like this is an old reaction. Uh, I'm reacting to an old footage that's like three weeks ago. I don't know what's so special about it. It's expensive as fuck. It's like a hundred and it's ex- I, it, it, 
why would I need to pay a hundred and whatever dollars or how much? Two hundred? I don't give a fuck. Why? Why? What's so special about it? Because now it's been confiscated because it has some kind of material metal that has a exposure that will harm you if it's unsealed. I forgot what part. But I know it's harmful and it's been confiscated. And I'm pretty sure there's still more out there now. Don't understand what's going on with Stanley Cup. Now, my sister has a Stanley Cup. Uh, and I don't know if she's she's obsessed with Stanley's or she just happened to buy one or whatever. But these cups are trending. And I'm sure you guys know what they are. If you don't, I'm going to show you a video. And Stanley Cups. Epstein. Miss Rose. Stanley Cups. Why Stanley Cups? Oh, Cat Williams as well. Why Cat Williams? I don't Shit. I don't know. What? I just don't know. And then the Facebook shenanigans crap. Of people within Target. Now, Stanley Cup is like an insulated cup that you can take around, hold your coffee, your water, or whatever. It's a glorified water bottle. And here is a group of women at Target collecting their Stanley Cup uh, in this new display they have. If I was a, a, a Target employee, I'd be so annoyed. You know that Target employee is sitting there just like, it's just watching the depravity play out in front of them and going, guys, you know there's two per guest. I would be so over my job at that point. If you had a bunch of girls running in here to get the Stanley Cup, here's another one. Apparently, the Stanley Cup is doing some sort of collaboration with Starbucks and people are lining up before Target Wait, is open to go like and get these Stanley Cups. Y'all remember like if you were gonna go to a concert and it's general admission, it's your favorite band or whatever, you'll show up to the venue at like 5 a.m. and wait there for the concert so you can get those front row seats. People are waiting for the front row seats to, to get a Stanley Cup. A Stanley Cup! I don't understand. I don't. 4 a.m. I told her, I'm like, uh, yeah, I know, we're crazy. Don't judge us. <laughs> Must have been a Home Depot bucket. <laughs> I can understand a video game. I can understand that. I mean, have I ever done that kind of thing? Like, wake up early in the morning to just go purchase a game? Maybe not wake up early in the morning, but maybe perhaps go to a mall with my uh, guy friends with the boys and uh, waited for a Pokemon uh, I think it was Shield Sword and Shield I remember that was the last hypest thing that I've done that was you know even similar to that other than that no I no maybe not wake up early in the morning but this was like damn near like early enough of the day but that's still wild. No, that you were coming? 
They're probably like those fools outside waiting. Wait, I'm not liking this. But it doesn't look like that. The limit is two per person. You know he's saying that because he's just been conditioned. It's like a Pavlovian response now. Every time there's there's Stanley Cups in stock at the Starbucks, he has to be like two per person, two per person, because they're gonna trample him <laughs> like a pack of bison to get. A cup. Are, are the straws lined with coke and fentanyl? I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand why somebody would want a Stanley Cup. Taylor, can you explain? I don't know. Do you have anybody? Guys, please let me know. Is there fentanyl in there? Come on. Just let me know. Just let me know. I'm not going to get it. Don't look at me. Uh, but, um... Yeah, boy, got to know. Are, are y'all... Are y'all... Who has it? On drugs. Oh, y'all on fentanyl and crack. In your life that is addicted to Stanley Cups. I, I don't oh well, know. yeah. My wife may or may not have a couple of them, but uh, <laughs> oh, no. that, that might be because she had one and then it was thought to be lost and then bought a replacement and the first one was found. So she's not that crazy, but. Uh, she texted me while you were saying that while you brought up this topic and said it's because I can hold it with one finger so I can easily hold other things and the straw has a bigger <laughs> diameter so it makes me drink more. What? She's trying to drink more water so it helps her drink more and I don't I don't know what the big fuss is about these things. People who get them are weird, but <laughs> oh this man. you know, whatever. Um, what is but going no, it, on? it literally gave me like uh, I just watched the movie Jingle All the Way over the holidays when they're all trying to get the Turbo Man doll and they open up the doors and they knock the workers over. Totally gave me that energy. And I do think it's it's overblown. I think a few years ago it was kinda like the Yeti trend and uh, there's always some sort of like trendy little thing and this just happens to be one right now. But I will say they are functional and uh, they keep your drink cold for a long amount please, of time. Please, please. Uh, give you plenty of, I mean, look at how much you can fit in here. Oh my gosh. And you'll be drinking more water. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to line up at 4 a.m. to get one, but, uh, you know, they're, they're a nice little thing to have. Despite how Taylor kind of sounds right now, we are not sponsored by the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so we should be, maybe. We're not sponsored. Your, by your house Stanley can Cup. burn down and it will survive, apparently. That's the oh, legend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did see that there was this woman's truck that caught on fire and her Stanley Cup still had ice in it afterwards or something like that. But it's wow. still, I just don't. I don't understand how you could be like lining up in a store to go and buy an insulated cup. I, I saw a video on TikTok. I've seen multiple videos on TikTok of people with these cups, right? One girl has like a collection of over 250 Stanley Why? Cups in her home. For what? I don't know. As you would only need, you know, one cup and you can just like wash it out. She wants to have a different Stanley Cup every single day. I had, I had another video that I was going to show you guys, but we're going to get copyright claimed on music. I can show you it without the music. This girl went to buy her Stanley Cup. And you know the little paper they have on it for when you buy it that you rip off and you throw in the trash. It's just to label the cup, right? She laminated the paper so she could have it in mint condition and put it back on her Stanley Cup so that she could have the original label that the Stanley Cup came came with. <laughs> uh, 
That's like that Key and Peel sketch whenever they buy the new hat and like don't take their tag off or whatever, and then it gets increasingly crazy, and they have like the sweatshop worker on top of the guy's head fashioning the hat to show how new and fresh it is. Excuse me, that same energy. Like, just use the product, man. You don't have to preserve the packaging. I don't know. This really made me hate consumerism. I don't know what it was about this, but this gave me the ick in uh, more ways than I could possibly count i'm trying to think of maybe an equivalent in my life of like when when i would have ever done something like this for like a, a product i can't think of one i can't think of one maybe a concert like i said i'd line up for a concert pretty early if it was like general admission or something like that but a damn cup please i know there, well growing up there was like the harry potter books people would line up for those or like dudes would line up for gaming consoles or new games being right. released back when you couldn't just download games you had to physically go and buy them so black friday it, you know yeah uh but it, it, over a cup it, it seems pretty strange yeah I, we're reaching peak peak levels of uh consumerism in the year 2024 uh and Dang, with that being said guys we're gonna get into your super chats Let's do, do you guys it. get why uh, Jeffrey nope. Epstein? And uh, it sounds kind of cryptic. Though, for he please. Uh, Daniel Santana is kicking us off. Getting a lot of love. And on Earth, and then decides, you know what? Miami Bayside Mall is where I'm gonna kick it. She's had in the uh, Professor Bats said. Oh. That's another billionaire, oh, wait, wait. and he said, responded to Mark Cuban. And, but I saw another guy. Mavs, because that is the team that Mark Cuban owns. So, uh, <laughs> this is a lot of talk. Your favorite conspiracy. There was. It's uh, hilarious. Uh, Daniela Red. Like, uh, oh, guys aren't. In its arm I don't understand that. that. <laughs> like join the aliens? I, I join the aliens this, invading this us? Uh, the I think this is all talk. So actually, and normally I would not be that interested. I think. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that video. I know I have said a lot of things. A lot. I kid you not. If I hit your heart in the wrong way, maybe you shouldn't be watching this. But... If you learn something, the show is always interesting. Is, I kid you not. There's going to be more episodes similar to this. So keep that in mind that there's going to be more episodes in the future. I appreciate it. Thank you. Love you guys. Till next time. Stay wavy, my friends.